Pints with Jack, Season 2, Episode 33. The state of the podcast and listener feedback. Friends, this is Part 2, where we're going to be a continuation of the conversation from yesterday. I almost said last week there. Caught myself. This is not the normal introduction that I usually give because... Well, we stopped talking for about 10 seconds and now we're redoing an introduction and I kind of just enjoy the casualness of this one. But yeah, we went a little bit long in our last one, mainly due to my lack of talking for six weeks on the podcast. So I just felt like I needed to over talk. (laughs) And now that that's out of the system, we're going to have some fun being able to talk about the state of the podcast, which is just in an incredible spot because of you guys, your sharing, your support, your listening, your downloading, uh, your staying faithful to us. We appreciate that. We're going to get a chance to talk about the future of the podcast, which we're working on some great stuff and even some things I've been working on that I haven't fully shared with David. So we'll see if I share some of it on here. Just kidding, David. Don't get too stressed with that comment. Um, (laughs) And we get to talk about some reviews. That'll be the whole point of this was the mailbag because we want to share with you guys. We're a community here and we actually think of it that way. I said in the last and yesterday's episode, like I genuinely miss talking to you guys I, I mean, I'm kind of talking with David, but I'm really thinking about you guys. I'm talking more than David. So, well, that's my feelings hurt. <laughs> I boost your ego plenty, so it's okay. A little give and take. So, anyways, let's jump in, though, David, and let's share a little bit about the state of the podcast. The state of our union is strong. It's huge. Social- it's the best, best year we've had ever. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. <laughs> thank you. Thank me. Thank you. Thank me. Uh, so, yeah, the social media stuff continues along. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll know that I produce a couple of C.S. Lewis quotation graphics each week. And it's funny on Instagram, every now and again, I notice when somebody binges through the IGTV, which is it's the same videos that we put up on our YouTube channel. And every now and again, I notice when somebody discovers them and they go through and just like every single one. I see that actually, you don't follow the YouTube analytics, but I actually have that app that does that. And I get to see that. And actually, ever since your Council of Trent episode and some of your recent ones that led to a pretty big influx of individuals, there's been a probably a 30 or 40% increase in our subscribers on YouTube. And we haven't released nice. anything in February, but that will change soon. <laughs> uh, those of you who follow me on Twitter will know that I share regularly pretty much every day pretty much every single C.S. Lewis resource which gets sent to me. So basically, if you're not following our accounts on social media, you're missing out. And naturally, that also includes Matt, since he's anti-social media. (laughs) Yeah, I actually am. And yet it's helping us get this off the ground. I still think the net effect of social media is negative and it destroys society. But no, I don't have that strong. That might be the case, but if it gets us new listeners, I'm okay with it. (laughs) And I, I do want to say when you said your binging comment, you said you see it through the IGTV, but we also get probably once, we get lots of feedback from listeners. We're so grateful for that on probably a weekly basis, a pretty good amount, but probably on a monthly basis or every few weeks, we get a, a, an actual person that says, I just binged your entire thing in two or three weeks. <laughs> that to me is insane to think about. <laughs> I mean, binging, I associate with Netflix, not a podcast. And so if, if any of you listeners have done that, like from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Yeah, no, we've had we've had an awful lot of downloads. We're now at about sixty three thousand downloads since we began this podcast, which is insane. And actually, today is effectively our podcast's two year birthday. The first episode we published was on September twenty fourth. So, oh yeah, so well, 
I kind of want to celebrate next time. We got to do a little more for a celebration than just, I didn't know this, man. This is just catching me off guard now. I'm so saddened. I'm, I am like a romantic at heart. I'm the type that celebrates these things. I go all out. This is, how am I just hearing about this? Well, maybe this is my subtle little hint for you to send me a nice gift for next week. Yeah, I would have. Well, I still can. <laughs> but I would have, I would have, it would have been fun to send like a cake that we each had and we each ate <laughs> with the same scotch at the same time. That would have been fun. Yeah, I could still do that. <laughs> Well, speaking of the future, uh, let's talk about the future of the podcast. Although we're doing this wrap-up episode now, we've actually got a few more episodes to round out season two, but I'm generally regarding them as sort of appendices to this season. So we first of all have an interview with Emily Laporte, and Matt will talk about that in a moment. But in addition to that, we've got two other podcasts that we wanted to advertise, and so we'll have some short episodes for those. The first one is friend of the show, Paddy Callahan. You remember she was the New York Times bestselling author. She wrote Becoming Mrs. Lewis, which was historical fiction, effectively more historical than fiction, uh, but of the romance of C.S. Lewis and Joy Davidman. Well, they're putting together a podcast that's going to run just for a short period of time. And it's basically the making of Becoming Mrs. Lewis. So she's going to be interviewing C.S. Lewis scholars as well as C.S. Lewis's stepson, and talking about all of the material that went into the making of that book. Ah, oh, I am so glad to hear that. <laughs> this is like, have you? do you ever watch talk shows like The Late Late Show or The Late Show or things like that, Jimmy Fallon? On occasion. So sometimes people will ask them, like, who's your, who's your favorite guest or something? And they never can answer. And who's your least favorite? Because it's too dangerous. <laughs> but I, so this is bad of me to say, but I loved loved Patty's interview and just because she was well probably because she asked where I was so <laughs> so my vanity did but she was just so genuinely sweet so I got I got the unedited video because David did a video interview and I was like wow this is the most comfortable genuine authentic conversation I, I, and just in general I'm not saying of our interviews like the others are uncomfortable just in general she's just so present and I'm so excited to hear that she's coming back on and that she's doing a podcast. It's really cool. I actually got her to send me the first episode so I could ask some more pertinent questions and get a real sense of what she's going for. It's going to be a really great series. Mm. Well, it sounds like she's getting some really great people on. Maybe she can uh, hook us up. up. <laughs> hint, hint, if you hear this, Patty. <laughs> so you can actually already subscribe to her podcast if you search for behind the scenes of Becoming Mrs. Lewis on your podcast app, you should see a single episode, which is just the trailer for it. And I think the first episode is going to drop at the beginning of next month. The other podcast that I want to advertise is Diary of an Old Soul. Now, this one has actually already started releasing. They're actually already on episode 10. And it's this lady, Abigail Reno. She's a voice actress, and her goal is to record the entire works of George MacDonald onto audio and release it as a podcast. So at the moment, she's going through McDonald's book Lilith, chapter by chapter, and every few days a new one comes out. And we really wanted to advertise that because not only is it very good, McDonald had a huge effect on Lewis, as we read in The Great Divorce, where when Lewis places himself as traveling to heaven, his guide is George McDonald. So to understand Lewis, it really helps to understand George MacDonald. So we're going to be getting her on the show and talking through what she's doing, why she's doing it, and what is the future of her podcast. Mm, that sounds exciting. 
I'm actually, I went from six months ago, never listening to a single podcast in my life, even after doing one for a year, to now having a pretty full load. So I'll have to see if that one makes a cut. <laughs> the episodes are actually pretty short. They're between five and 10 minutes, depending upon the chapter. You know, actually, after now listening to podcasts, I see why the people were asked us to go longer than 20 minutes. I don't like short ones. <laughs> I listen to podcasts in the car ride, and I actually want long ones. Like I, 45 minutes to an hour, I enjoy quite frankly. In fact, I enjoy the three-hour ones, and then I just listen to them over multiple times. If the content is really interesting, I hate when it's short. <laughs> well, one of the episodes that I said that's still to come up in this season is your interview with Emily Laporte. Just give the pitch. What, why did we do this? What's she going to talk about? Yeah. So essentially, Emily has read a significant amount and written a good bit on the Till We Have Faces. And so we wanted to have her on as more of like a, maybe, I don't know if that would be a trailer, but probably introduction into it, where we talk more about, rather than any of the individual specifics of the book, a few of the high-level themes. And that could be, you could be thinking, well, that kind of gives it away, but this is a book where you want to know the big themes because it really helps you put the chapters into context. Anyone who's read Till We Have Faces usually says it's the second time that's really great with it. Because the first time you learn what it's trying to teach you, and then the second time it becomes so much more beautiful because you see that it was actually spelling it out so well for you throughout it, but you just missed it. Because it was, it is some, it is less accessible than some of his other stuff. So our goal with that is to prep you, to make it accessible, to talk about the main messages of it, which short answer is distorted love versus redeemed love. I just made those two up right now, but I'd say that's a pretty good theme as well as the kind of knowledge the analytical knowledge versus the experiential knowledge yes that was a big part of our interview because that's what she's she's done a lot of research on there will be a little bit of a gap between the end of season two and three but the podcast feed might not necessarily be quiet because uh, a couple of weeks ago i gave a talk on c.s lewis's the four loves so i might also include that in the feed you know i i i can't i don't have a leg to stand on here david because you do the editing but I hope there's not a gap because I was even thinking we've had listeners before reach out to us. They listen to us very faithfully on you guys listen to us very faithfully on Tuesdays. And we get people who text us after a few weeks without a break. Like, Hey, where's the next episode? I now feel that way. I was because, because I knew you had some cool interviews coming up and particularly I was looking forward to the Dr. Clark one when there was that two week gap. And I knew you had your job searching, but I'm like, dang it. Where is the next episode? David, <laughs> I was dying to listen to him. As as the person who's the co-host, I was dying for the next episodes. I actually also have something else that I might post, at least some snippets of. Uh, so for the local C.S. Lewis group that we have here in San Diego, I would always make sure that we had an audio version of whatever book we are reading. So for those people who weren't particularly strong readers or just needed to get through it a little bit quicker, they could just listen to the audio. Uh, so I might do one week where I just post some extracts from my personal dramatization of The Great Divorce. If you want my opinion on that on air in front of everyone, that'd be great if you pick some of the best spots of The Great Divorce. Of course. If you just pick like a chapter and go through a chapter, I think it would be cooler if it's like 30 minutes, or which actually would take you a lot of time to edit, though. But some of the key parts, the amazing conversations between Lewis and McDonald or some really key, incredible scenes, and you're highlighting them. Almost like a highlight reel. Yeah. That would be incredible. All right, I'll put that together. So then we will actually start season three. 
and we're going to be working through, as you've heard, till we have faces. And in addition to a few interviews, we're going to be joined by a special guest a few times, probably at least three times during that season to help us unpack this tricky book. Matt is slowly getting faded out here. Notice that I have not been on the last five or six released episodes and about a third of the new ones, Matt's not going to be here. Uh, Haven't you been at Notre Dame and not contacted your former professor that you were going to interview? Yes, I'm actually fully planning on doing that still. Well, there you go. I have just purchased his book. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do I'm going to do this because he's my backup. If you bail on me, I'm going to start one with him. <laughs> Kidding, <laughs> but he uh, his name is Professor Fagerberg. By the way, I just give him a shout out now. But I just bought his book, Consecrating the World on Mundane Liturgical Theology. Very excited to read this book. He also wrote a book. Um, Dr. Fagerberg, literally it's titled C.S. Lewis, An Introduction to the Wonderful World of Narnia. So he wrote a specific book on Lewis. Oh, he should, we should interview him at the end of season three when we do our next Narnia book and have him kind of talk about Narnia, that book, but then the other ones, seeing as he wrote a book on Narnia. Okay, I'm down for that. It's a good timing. It's a great timing. Uh, also, sometime during season three, we're going to be launching a new logo for our podcast. Uh, For the longest time, we have used the Eagle and Child logo. Well, it's time for us to enter the big leagues and have a a custom logo of our own. And I think what we'll probably do is put up a a competition so we can show people the various competing designs. Uh, So you get to have your say as to what you think is best. And then we'll start slapping it on stickers and T-shirts and uh, giving them away as prizes. I'd like to. I haven't even talked about David. But it'd be fun to get some, like, apparel some mugs maybe do some giveaways have a pints with jack pint actually glass and that would be amazing i know and maybe i'll just purchase a 10 or 20 and then every few weeks we do a giveaway to give them and have our logo on it with which the logo by the way we, we we've been sourcing lots of ideas so there's nothing yet honed in on but we've had a two different people we've hired to come up with some ideas we have a third guy that's just incredible and somehow between all of these and your guys's feedback we're gonna get an awesome one that much i can say And the other big change in season three, as we've mentioned before, so I've been doing the editing of the podcast up until now. That's about 90 odd episodes at this point. And And I would rather... Probably three hours an episode, so you probably have 270 hours into editing. It's it's probably more than that for some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't edit. As well as producing show notes and everything else. Um, So (laughs) I would rather like some more of my time back. So in season three, we are hiring someone else to do the editing. And if that goes well, Matt and I have been talking about launching a Patreon account or something similar. I've had quite a few listeners reach out and say, are you going to do something like that? Uh, And I really wanted to, one, have a purpose for any money sent to that account. And I think covering our editing costs would be amazing. Uh, but I want to make sure that it's that we have a process that, that really works uh, before asking people to fund it for us. Yeah, I mean, I, I can speak for myself and probably you, although I think someday you should do this full time, but I would never take a dollar from this. It's just nice to be able to take some of our time back so that way we can, honestly, I would still spend, and I think you would too, the exact same amount of time on the podcast, but those five hours you spent editing and show notes, you would just spend reading more intellectual theology books on Lewis so that way we can be even smarter with the podcast and create better content and spending some more time with my girlfriend so she doesn't dump me (laughs) yeah you know what I don't we don't need a depressed David as a co-host that's not going to go over well it's not pretty 
You know what? I'll be the first Patreon subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a, a $20 a month I could do? It's worth it. Well, I was thinking uh, we keep the numbers pretty low. If someone wants to give a dollar a month, $5, $10. Uh, and actually, if anyone has any ideas for kind of the kickbacks that we could give for, for people who donate, uh, shoot us over your ideas because I, I don't have too many. I, I Honestly, when I listen to other ones... They don't do a lot. A lot of them are like early releases where you just get the things sooner. Mm-hmm. None of the things actually really justify the cost. I think the short answer, if I ever subscribe to Patreon, it's because I'm just doing it because I want to support this person. Um, yes, but if you could get a Pints with Jack mug. That's what I was going to say. Or a Pints with Jack pint. That's, I, I would say it would be, it'd be a pint glass. That would be a really cool thing. I like it. Although the shipping and handling would probably be more expensive than the glass. <laughs> yeah, but I've known other podcasts who have done stuff like that. They just ask people, please don't subscribe, receive this expensive gift, and then immediately unsubscribe. <laughs> I'll take that risk. I trust our listeners. They're our friends. Yes, we, ha- we have the best listeners. We've, we've established that for a long time. Uh, but looking beyond season three, uh, probably the most common thing I hear when people talk to me about the podcast is what book they think we should read next. I haven't really spoken about this with Matt, but in my mind, I'm thinking probably after Till We Have Faces, we'll be doing the Screwtape Letters. Yeah, I would totally do that one. And then maybe after that, we might dig into some of his essays or maybe The Abolition of Man or basically a a few shorter pieces. Yeah, my my first thought would have been The Four Loves, but then I kind of thought, you know what? He's got some classic books. Till We Have Faces is not one, so we're doing a tougher one right now. So it's good to go then to a classic again to offset it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right. Maybe we do something like Abolition of Man, which is a little bit less classic, and then go back to Four Loves, knowing that that's more accessible. So like this rotation between difficult, accessible, difficult, accessible, or fun, intellectual. Because Screwtape Letters is just, I'm so excited. Oh, it's to hilarious. That. Yeah, it's gonna be a, <laughs> that's going to be a real fun one for us to do. And I just had a, a friend, and I almost told him to do this book, but I had a friend reach out. And I hope his girlfriend's listening to this right now because I'm going to massively throw him under the bus. <laughs> but he's he started um, seeing this one girl and she loves Lewis. So she started listening to our podcast. And finally, he sends me a text the other day, just two days ago. And I got to just read this. It's only a couple sentences. It's only a sentence. But he goes, he really goes, I'm doing it, period. I'm going to start reading C.S. Lewis this week. Which book should I start with? And I know this is because like he's dating her now. And I'm thinking I've been doing this podcast for two years and it took a lady, a girlfriend to convince him to read Lewis. To be fair, Matt, you're not as pretty. (laughs) I agree. So I told him mere Christianity. I almost said C.S. Lewis, but he's very, he's an intellectual person, incredibly smart. So I thought mere Christianity would be a very good book for, to start with. But I also thought Screwtape Letters is just so much fun. So that'll be the second one I tell him to read. Uh, other future items that we've got on the horizon. We've got the International Symposium in November. And just a reminder, I'm going to be bringing a bottle of VAT69, as well as a large collection of stickers of the Eagle and Child logo to give away to anyone who comes up and tells me that they love the podcast. And then we've got the, we've already told you guys in the last episode, but we've got the Halo. It's a, it's a partnership. We've already, I've already did the plug on that, but go download that app if you haven't yet. And we're going to be hopefully doing some, we, David and I need to start working on this, but we've been focusing on until we have faces first, but some short meditation on C.S. Lewis's work, because that app, 
has done some incredible guest speakers. They had the Catholic Man Show on the the guy that not the Catholic Man Show, sorry, the Catholic Gentleman, Sam Gusman is his name. Sam right? Guzman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that guy. They had him on. They've had a bunch of guests on. They had this one person do a mini series on Augustine, and so we thought, what a wonderful chance to share Lewis to some of their base, and we want to do a little mini series on Lewis. And it won't be like anything we've done yet. This is going to be like freshly created. And as we said last time, we actually have a promo code. So if you want to try out Hallow, go and download it and use the promo code Pints with Jack. Oh, oh sorry. No spaces. <laughs> I should have said that last time. All straight. <laughs> that might throw off a lot of people the first time. <laughs> I totally missed that. David, you might need to just like retroactively make a statement about that. No spaces. No, 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 no. People know what to. And they'll also check the show notes. I'll make sure the, the promo code is in there as well. Oh, perfect. So let's let's talk a few reviews. Since we bribed everybody to go and write us some nice reviews, <laughs> uh, we want to thank you all for leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, so now also when somebody searches C.S. Lewis in iTunes, we are now right near the top of the podcasts. I love that for prideful reasons. In fact, we are just five short of 100 five-starred ratings. <laughs> so if anyone currently listening hasn't rated us yet... You could be the person to put us over that century mark. Now, regarding reviews, we've had some really great ones recently, and I thought it might be worth reading a few of them because I think they highlight some of the things that we're trying to do here. Uh, For example, Cybergirl429 wrote, I just discovered this podcast today. A couple of weeks ago, I finished reading Mere Christianity. I've been dying to talk to somebody about it, and finding this podcast was the answer. I'm rereading each chapter before each one is discussed by Matt and David. It's so awesome. I'm getting deeper into the book, and I can't wait for The Great Divorce. Oh, by the way, the, the cyber girl is fantastic. She's been commenting everywhere, and <laughs> I love her already. I don't even know who she is, but I love her already. And, and another person, Mo Pints. Uh, she's just been, I haven't replied to some of her stuff. I've seen it, and I've meant to. Um, well, uh, Mo, Mo I'll, I'll get on to him in a moment. Oh, He's in the list. Okay. And I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's a dude. What I really like about in this post is that she she finds in our podcast uh, a community and that is one of the real things that we were trying to aim for here for when people are wanting to read through lewis and they want to read through it with somebody or talk about it with somebody else our podcast can 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 be something of that and what was funny is uh, she actually later sent us a message saying how shocked she was when she watched our youtube channel <laughs> and realized that matt was the blonde apparently she had always envisioned you with dark hair (laughs) i'm not quite sure what that says yeah i don't know why do i i have a i don't think i have a particularly deeply manually high testosterone voice so i would honestly (laughs) not like me me, yeah if you would have asked me how i picture myself it probably would have been a blonde Another review that we had was from Elwin Ransom 451 Great name. I'm loving the usernames. By the way, let them know what Elwin Ransom, because most people might not actually ref- get that C.S. Lewis reference. Uh, well, you explain it. Yeah, well, I don't remember too much, but that's a character in the space. <laughs> that's a character in a space trilogy. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he just chose a Lewis so it's name. Out of the Silent Planet, Perilandra, and that hideous strength. Elwin Ransom is, is the protagonist. Perfect. Thanks, David. You know what, by the way, this is what I loved about, <laughs> I felt like a kindred spirit with the host of the Beautiful Depths podcast, uh, Josie. She made a comment and she goes, I can't remember what it was, but she referenced a scripture verse and she goes, I think there's some verse that, and then she says like one <laughs> word or two words, but then 
of course you know what one she's referencing but like me doesn't have the specifics and i'm like oh that's like me except david then fills the gaps in for me <laughs> oh that was great i chuckled so hard on my way to work when i heard that i actually think that the, the dynamic that you and i have as i'm listening to other podcasts with two hosts it's almost always repeated there is always somebody of a, of a very similar personality type to you and somebody of a very similar personality <laughs> type to me and so I think that there's something there's something quite magical that needs that you need both of those both of those aspects to make a podcast happen. The whole time you're doing this, David, I really want to ask you describe your personality type and describe <laughs> mine. I am now going to put you on the spot for that one. No, we're moving on. I'm going to say no. Please, please. I am so dying to hear this. No, no, no. no I, I think I think everybody knows what I mean. <laughs> But I know we have some other stuff down the road in this episode that I can bring this back up. Okay, fine. Uh, Elwin Ransom 451 wrote, I finally caught up with this wonderful podcast. As a lifelong reader and fellow enthusiast of C.S. Lewis, it's so refreshing to have David and Matt really unpack the works of Jack. They are not academics, yet their podcast is always educational, enlightening, and engaging. I can't wait for them to tackle my favorite book, Till We Have Faces in Season 3. I love these boys, and I can't wait to hit more of them. Further up and further in. Well, we love you too. <laughs> and I like the fact that he points out we're not experts. Some of these books we're going through for the very first time, and that's definitely the case for me with Till We Have Faces. Actually, even at, at the time of recording, I actually haven't read it yet. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's on my to-do list. Um, Matt is so ahead of the game here. He's read it and a scholarly work on it and halfway through a second one. You're just killing it, man. Yeah, that right. <laughs> that's right. I think we might be shifting roles here on this one. Well, we'll see. We will see. No, I don't want to get my roll up. I like my, I know my apostate. <laughs> Did I get that right? No. You got it wrong again, dude. No. It's apostolate. That's the one I know. I'm, I'm leaving that edit in. I'm not getting rid of that. <laughs> I'm laughing too. That's okay. I know my apostolate. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you read the, the next review that I picked out? Oh, this one's by Bob in TN, Tennessee, I would assume. Well, Bob, thank you for your review, first of all. I thought I listened to all the available podcasts and audiobooks on Lewis and Tolkien. Then I stumbled onto Pints with Jack at the end of season one. Well done, Matt and David. I look forward to this podcast each week. Thank you. We look forward to listening to it each week. In addition to the regular book reviews, I particularly appreciate the after hours interviews with notable Lewis scholars. Please keep up the great work. I do too, actually. That's why I said I was, I was disappointed that we had a break here, and I didn't want to give David a hard time because I knew the place he was in. But I'm like, dang it, I want this next one. Like, there, <laughs> you, you interview some great people, and I like hearing them. And we've just got more, more of the same. Uh, great, great guests coming on to the show. I mean, I've pretty much got it mapped out for the next few seasons. I actually wasn't entirely sure about the After Hours episodes when we started them. I wasn't sure if it'd be too distracting from the main flow of the season. And I still try and space them out a little bit. Uh, but it, it does seem to work. Uh, and actually, speaking of guests that we really like, uh, if anyone out there knows the person that's behind the C.S. Lewis Doodle videos, um, please put me in contact because I'd love to do an After Hours episode with whoever runs that. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I just love to learn about what it takes to go into that. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do the next one as well? Sure. Avid Outdoor. I like you already. That's why I moved away from New York. I like the outdoors. What a unique podcast. I try new ones from time to time, but frequently can't make it through a single episode. 
Oh, hey, tough critic. I like it. This one, though, I just have to keep listening. David and Matt go in-depth with Lewis, one of my favorite authors. With Lewis as the launching point, they provide much food for thought. What a great way to evangelize. Keep it up and keep the haikus coming. Ooh, not the haikus. <laughs> Don't encourage David. Don't encourage David, guys. <laughs> because I'm going to have to write another one, and it's going to be painful. Yeah, having to write an entire haiku in a season. Pff, yeah, it's right? cruel that's and unusual brutal. punishment. That is. I think that's like worse than having to edit every episode. <sighs> but I'm glad that Avid Outdoor uh, was enjoying the episodes because it's actually a really hard balance to try and strike between being informative and really getting into the weeds of what's being discussed and keeping it suitably light and entertaining. And again, if any of you listeners out there have ideas as to what you think we can do to help strike this balance more often, uh, please reach out to us. And uh, the comment about the haikus, it was really the gimmick for season two. So I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing them regularly in season three, although I'm sure from time to time. But if listeners think that I should keep writing haikus every uh, every episode, please, uh, please reach out to me. Uh, Listeners, you will become a friend or a foe really quickly if you reach out to David and tell him. (laughs) No, no, I'm... You'll become his friend and my foe. I I am totally fine with not continuing them. Uh, Just give the people what they want. Uh, But speaking of haikus, though, we actually had one review on Stitcher from Mo Pints, which it took me a moment, but I realized it was actually in the form of a haiku. He wrote, you will know more, Jack. Listen to Matt and David, the eagle and child. Ah, and I did. I did chuckle when I realized what he had done. I'm assuming Mo is a guy. I might be wrong. Uh, if I am Mo, I'm very sorry. But uh, Mo actually sent us a message through pintswithjack.com, thanking us for the podcast, as well as to share another haiku he had written, suggesting a brand of sparkling water which he thinks is even superior to La Croix. Mm. He wrote, "Have you tried Waterloo? So much better than La Croix. Like Scotch trumps vodka." We should probably figure out if this is a boy or a girl because we're referring to him so frequently. But nice work, Mo Pines. You have been fantastic. I've been meaning to reply to some of your stuff because you've commented on many different channels of, I think, the videos you've commented on. It's either you or Cybergirl, but I think it's Mo Pines. It's commented on three or four of our videos in the last week on YouTube. So thank you for that. This is my reply. Really appreciate it. This is we we do read every single one of them. We get notifications sent to us, and we are greatly touched when anyone sends us or writes us a comment. So thank you so much. Yeah, we we like mail. Uh, and just to wrap up the reviews, we have also had reviews on Podbean, uh, another one of the podcasting platforms. And user PBio1, not quite sure what that's short for, but this user wrote, I don't know why... Why don't, we try, why don't we try to guess what it's short for? Please, bio1. I've got nothing. I am not creative. <laughs> <laughs> I can't literally come up with a single thing. I, I think of P, and I thought of Peter, actually, in the Gospels. And I thought of bio, and I thought of biography, and nothing from there. Anyway, (laughs) this user wrote, I don't know why it took me until the second season to find this podcast, but I'm so thankful I did. This is one of the best podcasts I've listened to. Wow, thank you. Excellent, excellent discerning, discerning choice. Yeah, he's a good, he's he's, he's very good at discerning things. He's very wise, (laughs) got a lot lot of wisdom. He's very wisdomous, as Joey Tribbiani would say. Beautiful. And if anyone is interested in exploring the works of Jack, or simply just interested in exploring faith, religion, philosophy, and the best types of scotch to try, this is a must-listen to. 
David and Matt both complement each other so well, and the editing is amazing. A quick listen that gets to the point, but like Jack, their points are so rich and deep sometimes, I sometimes have to listen twice. You'll never want to delete an episode. Wow, he really he he really uh, buttered David up here. The editing is amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, although any any future praise in season three, uh, you can thank Nick from NCC Audio. Uh, uh, but the other thing that I want to point out is uh, he, the user says that we compliment each other so well, but I am pretty certain I have never given Matt a compliment. Uh, you know what? Well, first of all, you give compliments in ways very subtle because I know you well. <laughs> but my mother pointed that out to me. She goes, you compliment David all the time, and he doesn't compliment you back. I said, ah, he does. But then again, my mom's very wise, but she goes, I'm just joking. He does in his own ways. She goes, the biggest compliment is David keeps you on the podcast. Absolutely. I keep you around. It's like- because, because you have a very high standard, so there's probably not many people you'd actually continue doing a podcast with for this long. So that's kind of the biggest one. For one of my old jobs, it was actually the company that brought me to the States. Uh, they were very informal. And once I was with my boss at the bar down the street from our office and I said to him, um, how does it work in terms of performance reviews here? Because uh, I've been working here for over a year and I haven't had one. And he went, well, have we fired you? I went, no. He says, well, then you're doing a good job. <laughs> I, I do mean it, though, when I say, I mean, you can give me some compliments right now if that was your plan. I'm going to totally accept those. But I'm keeping you humble, Matt. I know the compliments indirectly. <laughs> I'm keeping you humble. No, no, no. Matt, Matt is highly entertaining. Every, every now and again, he says something that makes me laugh a lot. And I couldn't <laughs> imagine doing the podcast without that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, David. <laughs> well, actually, tell you what, I realized there was actually one more review that I wanted to read. But because you are such a great reader, I would like you to read it, Matt. Oh, wow. Two compliments. Just too, too kind. Yeah. Now, I'm going to take a sip of a drink here before I read this. Just, you know, as a celebration. Mm. That Aberfeldy is very good, actually. Highly recommend it. Windsor Pulser wrote, Every time a new episode is available, I'm nodding and grinning. And I'm sure David and Matt aren't the only ones toasting. The Inklings are as well. Thank you for the excellence that goes into this podcast. That is the best comment. Sorry. The other ones are fantastic. The Inklings are as well. I mean, that is so cool. I would. I actually never thought of that. I really no. hope Lewis up in heaven and the other Inklings are looking down proudly. That's 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 a cool comment. Yeah, joining in the cheers. I, I do like that. Yeah, it's the it's the communion of saints in heaven. I remember this was actually not from a Catholic, uh, but I remember I had some. Actually, some listeners might know this person. He's quite famous. Um, he was my teacher in high school. How we got him in our high school, I don't know, but his name's Ray Vanderlaan. I was in Israel with him for two weeks. Our class went. He gave this lesson in Israel. I think it was in Ephesus, but it was in this big track. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how it says, Paul says, run the race as if you are, um, if you want to win it. It's a scripture verse. Run as if you're going to win it. And he gave this, then he goes and he pulls in other verses and he gives this beautiful lesson about picturing the, the cloud of saints around you, praising you in heaven as you're going and cheering you on as you're running the race. He said, picture them in the stadium. And I like how this comment makes us think like, as we do this, picture the inkling saying, nice work. So David, when you're editing and you're in the third hour of editing and Matt <laughs> says that next statement, that's just really obnoxious and annoying. You're like, you see Lewis and Tolkien up there 
cheering you on saying, David, you can do it. Edit it, accept <laughs> him, and go one more time. Another hour. Uh, laid it on a little thick, but okay. Uh, and the passage you're referring to, I'm pretty sure it's Hebrews chapter 11, where it says, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us throw off every encumbrance and run the race. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. See, this is why I keep you around, David. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You finish my sentences. That's like we're an old married couple already. <laughs> And we also had a, a one last little review, a guy called That Bloody Englishman. Uh, and he said that he really enjoys our podcast and it just makes him want to go and read all of the C.S. Lewis books, uh, which is great because that's exactly what this podcast should do. Yes. And just so you know, Bloody Englishman, to tease you, you almost won the uh, book, the Peter Crave book, but I did my math wrong. We put all the reviews in order. We did a random number generator and selected it. And I went backwards the first time and did my math incorrectly and came on yours. And then I went upwards, which is the way I'm supposed to, from the number one to the number we chose. And you were one short. <laughs> so I did my math wrong. So you almost won the book. Oh, that, that, that's pretty harsh, telling somebody like, oh, you were so close. That is. You know what, bloody <laughs> Englishman, if you hear this, well, it's not going to be signed, though. I will send you a Lewis book. <laughs> I can't, it won't be a signed Peter Crave book. I will sign you a Lewis book by Matt Bush. A signed Lewis book by Matt Bush. <laughs> well, you know what? No, scratch that. Reach out to us if you do hear this because I love this. And whenever we make Pints Glass at some point, I will send you a free Pints Glass. Done. Wow. Matt's, Matt's feeling generous. So that was uh, some of the reviews that I wanted just to read because one, they said lots of nice things about us and I like that. But I think they also highlight some of the things that we're really trying to do with this podcast in terms of former community, the fact that we are not experts, but we're on this journey along with you and we're just trying to unpack all of this stuff and just get the conversation going so people can, can, can draw all of the goodness out of these Lewis books. Yeah, I, 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 I like it too from another reason of the community aspect. We think of each other as a community Unfortunately, you listeners don't get any interaction with the other listeners. So David and I get the back and forth between you guys. So it feels like a community to us. And I think we feel a bit like a community to you guys because you've got to know us. But this is a chance for you to hear how other listeners are impacted. So I think this bridges that gap a little bit. Of course, you don't get to know these people, but you get to know that they all love Lewis too. And I, I like how the reviews do that. One of these days, I might actually set up a, a Facebook page. Oh, uh, for Pints with Jack. So totally everybody about can this. talk to each other. Totally forgot about this. Oof. Yes, Matthew. So glad you said this, David. This is what I think the Patreon could be for. You can pay to join the community and you get a code that accesses a Slack group where when we're reading the books, people can message in, we'll be on it, they can talk to us. And now it's a community that's online. Oh, I like it. Kind of a cool idea, maybe. If you like it as well, please message us and uh, we might get on that a little sooner. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Uh, speaking of messages, as we start wrapping this up, a few listeners wrote to us with some questions. So we had a question on the blog from Anthony, I think it's uh, Chuki. Is that how you pronounce it? C-H-U-C-C-I? Um, you know, as Rachel would say in Friends, Gucci. You know, sometimes people call it Gucky. <laughs> so in this case, maybe Chucky. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's Chuki. Okay, so Anthony Chuki. Um, who asked for more of an explanation of what Lewis meant in mere Christianity by God sending the pagans good dreams. Mm. And I think the claim isn't here that the pagans understood God perfectly, but that as human nature reached out towards God in, in their myths, they intuited some truth about God. Uh, but that it was with Christianity, though, that the myth became fact in Jesus of Nazareth. 
uh, and all of the longings and, pun intended, all the inklings about the divine were manifested in history. Uh, I, I like to compare it to the early church fathers, how they understood pagan philosophy as in some way being preparatory, preparing the, the pagan nations to come and receive the gospel in a similar way that the, although obviously an inferior way, in a similar way that the Hebrew prophets prepared the nation of Israel for the coming of the Messiah. I was going to add stuff, but then I thought you did a really good job. <laughs> Thank you. We've also had some lovely messages from the guys behind the Talking Beast podcast. Uh, they've been uh, really supportive this season, and they've been sharing some of our episodes on their Twitter and Facebook accounts. So I just wanted to uh, acknowledge them and thank them and tell all of our listeners to go and listen to their podcast. I used to think that I knew a lot about Narnia until I went and listened to those guys, and I realized that I was just paddling in the shallow end. They know those works of Lewis way better than I do. You know, it'd be interesting after I interview Professor Fagerberg to maybe introduce them to him. And so that way they could interview him in more detail. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be up for that. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of other podcasts, Daniel and Phil from The Lamppost Listener, they, they actually launched a Patreon account and a separate podcast that they called The Dancing Lawn. And uh, they actually mimicked our first date questions episode. <laughs> Remember when we did that, when we asked each other questions? Yes. I love it. I love it. That was a really clever idea on your part, David. Nice work. Well, those guys are going to be at the symposium at the end of the year. So we are definitely going to be doing something with them one way or the other. Oh, are they really? Uh huh. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and we also had a shout out from the Tolkien Road podcast, uh, which was also very much appreciated. Uh, John and Greta, they've gone through Tolkien's three major works. So that's the Silmarillion, the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. They've gone through it chapter by chapter. No way. When did this shout out happen? Uh, a couple of months ago. About a month and a half ago, something like that. Hmm. Uh, but just the fact that they've gone through all of those works chapter by chapter, I think that means that they deserve some kind of medal. I haven't listened to that, so I'm going to need to start listening to that. So we also had a message from Tom, who is the director of a foster care ministry in Georgia called Uniting Hope for Children. And he sent us a message asking us if we knew of any online forums or groups that discuss Lewis's works. Uh, and I've already got uh, two suggestions there. There are two groups that I'm on in Facebook that I think are really good. There's the official C.S. Lewis group, and there's one called The Three Amigos that deals with Lewis, Chesterton, and MacDonald. Uh, so give those a try. Well, you know, I want to say too with his, as I look at his review, he said, I'm praying for you both in the great ministry, and then in parentheses, because it is. That's a really beautiful sentence. Thank you for your prayers. That honest to goodness means the world to David and I. And again, second, love that you pretty much binged it over four days. Fantastic. Because that was <laughs> that about can't be healthy. Yeah, that's <laughs> there could be nothing more healthy than that. That was like four days, fifty episodes at probably forty minutes an episode. Yeah. Nice work. Has to have been listening to it on double speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do that now, by the way. He said it was a road trip. So by the way, yeah. listeners, this guy's obviously very busy with his thing, but he had a road trip, so I love that he listened to us over a road trip. And so we've just got two more messages that I just wanted to talk about. The first one was from a listener called David who asked about notes for his own book club. He said that he'd really been enriched by our podcast and that he's started a C.S. Lewis book club and asked if there was any way to download and print out our show notes. If you go to restlesspilgrim.net, you'll find my chapter summaries and also discussion questions uh, for the mere Christianity and the great divorce. As Matt and I are in the process of rejuvenating pintswithjack.com, I'll make sure that those 
get moved there and tidied up a little bit. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me that. I've essentially built a new website, which, of course, I'm going to send to you get your feedback. But I've I've been iterating it a lot myself. Every week I pick it back up for a couple hours in the evening and I put like the blog in, built that out. I haven't done, though, a resource section. So thank you for reminding me that because I do want us to put those up there. So I need to think through how that's going to look and what that'll feel like. And the last message I want to talk about was from Marianne. Uh, She sent us a message saying that she was returning to the practice of her faith after a little Mm. bit of a hiatus. Bless God. And she wanted some book and podcast suggestions. And I would say my first main suggestion, if you are returning to your faith, build up the community that's around you. Make sure that you've got good, solid Christians around you who can encourage you and spur you on and support you and answer your questions and keep you grounded when the world is just going crazy. Yes, after New York, I can fully endorse that advice. Yeah, the world has a habit of going crazy a lot. Uh, And I'd also say in this group, try try and find people who are willing to wrestle intellectually and also be vulnerable with their lives to be able to form a community. A lot of churches have some form of small groups or uh, cell groups that meet once a week outside of the uh, normal worship service just to encourage one another in your walk with the Lord. I'd I'd add two here. Hmm, I'm about to give the beautiful Depths blog a very high praise right now. But (laughs) I I would genuinely say go check out that blog. I mean that because they offer a really beautiful perspective on the heart side of the faith that is powerful. It's vulnerable. They're very good at being vulnerable there. And now they have the podcast starting. And so I think that vulnerability is beautiful. I think it'll be enticing. And just listen to them. And I've got a couple of book recommendations. Um, Actually, three. Uh, The first one is, Who Does He Say You Are? Women Transformed by Christ in the Gospels. Mm. Uh, That's by Colleen Mitchell. Uh, and also there's another one, um, My Sister's the Saints, a spiritual memoir. I've mentioned her a bunch on this podcast before, Meg Hunter-Kilmer. I asked her for her top recommendations. I said, which few books does every Christian woman need to read? And those were two that she mentioned. Good, uh, good titles, by the way. I'm intrigued yeah. by those. And I'd also recommend a book which Marie's just finished. It's called Not God's Type. And it's by Holly Ordway. She actually also happens to be a great C.S. Lewis and Tolkien scholar. Uh, And in it, she recounts her journey to faith from atheism. So we've reached the bottom of the mailbag, and I hear the bell for last call. Uh, So this has been a lovely episode. Uh, It's been great catching up with you all. And there'll be a few more episodes before season two comes to a conclusion. But we'll be really looking forward to season three when we'll be going through Till We Have Faces. And if you've got some time on your hands between now and the next episode, please go and leave us a review or send us a message on pintswithjack.com or through any of the social media at Pints with Jack. And, and by that message, also let us know any improvements you might like because, again, this is a time where we're taking another step to, to evolve and to grow even further and to take this ministry to another level. So now is a great time to go to us and leave us a message on what you'd like to hear, see, um, anything. Just put that feedback in. Any strange accents you want Matt to attempt? Yes, my accents are terrible, so it'll be a great laugh. (laughs) So we'll speak to you all again in the next episode when we'll be going further up. And further in. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.